did you guys work it out? That from whom did Percy get that duffel back from? I did. Well, not everyone does her homework. Yeah, lame joke, whatever. So, just flip through the episodes if you haven't found it out yet. Or, I don't know, just if you have the book, open the pages. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Go to the 15th episode of the Percy Jackson podcast and get your answer. Ha! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 20th episode of the Percy Jackson podcast. Today, we're going to find out the real truth. Well, not the exact truth, but I don't know. I, I forgot. I'm, I've, read, I'm not ready till yet. So the name of the chapter is I Battled My Jerk Relatives. Hmm. Sounds good. A Coast Guard boat picked us up, but they were too busy to keep us for long or to wonder how three kids in street clothes had got out in the middle of the bay. There was a disaster to mop up. The radios were jammed with distress calls. They dropped us off at Santa Monica Pier with towels around the shoulders and water bottles that said, I'm a junior Coast Guard and sped off to save more people. Our clothes were sopping wet, even mine. When the Coast Guard Guard boat had appeared. I silently prayed they wouldn't pick me out of the water and find me perfectly dry, which might have raised some eyebrows. So I willed myself to get soaked. Sure enough, my usual waterproof magic had abandoned me. I was also barefoot because I'd given my shoes to Grover. Better the Coast Guard wonder why one of us was barefoot than wonder why one of us had hooves. After reaching dry land, we stumbled down the beach, watching the city burn against a beautiful sunrise. So you remember, Hades had caused the earthquake and there were fires all around when they came? Yeah. I felt as if I'd just come back from the dead, which I had. My backpack was heavy with Zeus's master bolt. My heart was even heavier from seeing my mother. I don't believe it, Annabeth said. We went all that way. It was a trick, I said, a strategy worthy of Athena. Hey, she warned, you get it, don't you? She dropped her eyes, her anger fading. Yeah, I get it. Well, I don't, Grover complained, but somebody, Percy, Annabeth said, I'm sorry about your mother. I'm so sorry. I pretended not to hear her. If I wanted, if I talked about my mother, I was going to start crying like a little kid. The prophecy was right. I said, you shall go west and face the god who has turned, but it wasn't Hades. Hades didn't want war between the big three. Someone else pulled off the theft. Someone sold Zeus's master bolt and Hades' helmet and framed him because I'm Poseidon's kid. Poseidon will get blamed by both sides. By sundown today, there will be a three-way war and I'll have caused it. Grover shook his head, mystified, but who would be that sneaky? Who would want war that bad? I stopped in my tracks, looking down the beach. Gee, let me think. And there he was, waiting for us in his black leather duster and his sunglasses, an aluminum baseball bat propped on his shoulder. His motorcycle rumbled beside him, his headlight turning the sand red. Hey, kid, Eddie said, seeming genuinely pleased to see me. You were supposed to die. Yes, yes, it is the God. He is the God, but he is not the one who stole the boat. I'll give you that much.
Now, keep wondering who stole the lightning bolt. That is not revealed in this chapter, so stay tuned. You tricked me. I said, you stole the helmet and the master bolt. He grinned. Well, now, I didn't steal them personally. God's taking each of the symbols of powers. That's a big no-no. But you're not the only hero in the world who can run errands. Who did you use? Clarice? She was there at the winter solstice. The idea seemed to amuse him. Doesn't matter. The point is, kid, you're impairing the war effort. See, you've got to die in the underworld and old Seawed will be mad at Hades for killing you. Corpse breath will have Zeus's master bolt, so Zeus will be mad at him. And Hades is still looking for this. From his pocket, he took out a ski cap, the kind, uh, the kind bank robbers wear, and placed it between the handlebars of his bike. Immediately, the cap transformed into an elaborate bronze war helmet. The Helmet of Darkness, Grover gasped. Exactly, Ares said. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah, Hades will be mad at both Zeus and Poseidon because he doesn't know who took this. Pretty soon we got a nice little three-way slugfest going. But they're your family, Annabeth protested. Ares shrugged. Best kind of war, always the bloodiest. Nothing like watching your relatives fight, I always say. You gave me the backpack in Denver. I said, the master boat was in there the whole time. Yes and no, Eri said. It's probably too complicated for your little moral brain to follow, but the backpack is the master bolt's sheet. Just morphed a bit. The bolt is connected to it, sort of like a sword. You got it, kid? It always returns to your pocket, right? I wasn't sure how Ares knew about that, but I guess a god of war had to make it his business to know about weapons. Anyway... Ares continued, I tinkered with the magic a little bit so the bolt would only return to the sheath once you reach the underworld. You get close to Hades, bingo, you got your mail. If you died along the way, no loss. I still had your the I still had the weapon. But why not just keep the master bolt for yourself? I said, why send it to Hades? Ares got a twitch in his jaw. For a moment it was almost as if he was listening to another voice deep inside his head. Why did that? Yeah, um, with that kind of firepower. He held the trance for one second, two seconds. I exchanged nervous looks with Annabeth. Iris's face cleared. I didn't want the trouble. Better to have you caught red-handed, holding the thing. You're lying. I said, sending the bolt to the underworld wasn't your idea, was it? Of course it was. Smoke drifted from his sunglasses as if he were about to catch fire. You didn't order the theft, I guessed. Someone else sent a hero to steal the two items. Then, when Zeus sent you to hunt him down, you caught the thief. But you didn't turn him over to Zeus. Something convinced you to let him go. You kept the items until another hero could come along and complete the delivery. That thing in the pit is ordering you around. I'm the god of war. I don't take orders from anyone. I don't have dreams. I hesitated. Who said anything about dreams? Ares looked agitated, but he tried to cover it with a smirk. Let's get back to the problem at hand, kid. You're alive. I can't have you taking that bolt to Olympus. You just might get those hard-headed idiots to listen to you. So I've got to kill you. Nothing personal. 
He snapped his fingers, the sand exploded at his feet, and out charged a wild boar, even bigger and uglier than the one whose head hung over the door of cabin 7 at Camp Half-Blood. The beast poured the sand, glaring at me with beady eyes as it lowered its razor-sharp tusks and waited for the command to kill. I stepped into the surf. Fight me yourself, Ares. He laughed, but I heard a little edge to his laughter and uneasiness. You've got only one talent, kid. Running away, you ran from the chimera, you ran from the underworld. You don't have what it takes. Scared? In your adolescent dreams. But his sunglasses were starting to melt from the heat of his eyes. No direct involvement. Sorry, kid, you're not my level. Annabeth said, Percy, run. The giant boar charged. But I was done running from monsters or Hades or Ares or anybody for that matter. As the boar rushed towards me, I unkept my pen and sidestepped. Riptide appeared in my hands. I slashed upwards. The boar's severed right tusk fell right at my feet while the disoriented animal charged into the sea. I shouted, wave! Immediately, a wave surged up from nowhere and engulfed the boar, wrapping around it like a blanket. The beast squealed once in terror and then it was gone, swallowed by the sea. I turned back to Ares. Are you going to fight me now? I asked. Or are you going to hide behind another pet, another pet pig? Ares's face was purple with rage. Watch it, kid. I could turn you into a cockroach or a tapeworm, I said. Yeah, sure. That's save you from getting your godly hide whipped, weren't it? <laughs> so just imagine for a moment like he's talking like that to an immortal god. <sighs> Flames danced along the top of his glasses. Oh man, you're really asking to be smashed into a grease pot. If I lose, turn me into anything you want. Take the bolt. If I win, the helmet and the bolt are mine and you have to go away. Eris sneered. He swung the baseball bat off his shoulder. How would you like to get smashed? Classic or modern? I showed him my sword. That's cool, dead boy, he said. Classic it is. The baseball bat changed into a huge two-handed sword. The hilt was a large silver skull with a ruby in its mouth. Percy, Annabeth said, don't do this. He is a god. He is a coward, I told her. She swallowed, wear this, at least for luck. She took off her necklace with her five years worth of canned beads and the ring from her father and tied it around my neck. Reconciliation, she said, Athena and Poseidon together. My face felt a little warm, but I managed a smile. Thanks. And take this, Grover said. He handed me a flattened tin can that he'd probably been saving in his pocket for a thousand miles. The satyrs stand behind you. Grover, I don't know what to say. He patted me on the shoulder. I stuffed the tin can in my back pocket. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't laugh. It was a sentimental gesture. You all... Y'all done saying goodbye, Ares came towards me, his black leather duster trailing behind him, his sword glinting like fire in the sunrise. I've been fighting for eternity, kid. My strength is unlimited and I cannot die. What have you got? A smaller eagle?
I thought, but I said nothing. I kept my feet in the surf, backing into the water up to my ankles. I thought back to what Annabeth had said back in Denver Den Diner so long ago. Aries had strength. That's all he has. Even strength has to bow down to wisdom sometimes. He cleaved to downward at my head, but I wasn't there. My body thought for me. The water seemed to push me into the air and I catapulted over him, slashing as I came down. But Aries was just as quick. He twisted on the strike that should have caught him directly in the spine was deflected off the end of the sword hilt. He grinned. Not bad, not bad. He slashed again and I was forced to jump onto dry land. I tried to sidestep to get back into the water, but Aries seemed to know what I wanted. He outmaneuvered me, pressing so hard that I had to put all my concentration not to getting sliced into pieces. I kept backing away from the surf. I couldn't find any openings to attack. His sword had a, had a reach a meter long than Anaclysmos. Getting close. Luke had told me once, back in our sword class, when you've got the shorter blade, get in close. I stepped inside with a thrust, but Ares was waiting for that. He knocked my blade out of my hands and kicked me in the chest. I went airborne, 15, maybe 20 meters. I should have broken my back if I hadn't crashed into the soft sand of a dune. Pussy! Annabeth yelled, cops! I was seeing double. My just felt like it had just been hit with a battering ram, but I managed to get to my feet. I couldn't look away from Ares for fear he'd slice me in half, but out of the corner of my eye, I saw red lights flashing on the shoreline boulevard. Guard, car doors were slamming. There, officer! Somebody yelled. See? The gruff cop voice looks like the kid on TV. What the heck? The guy's arms, another cop said, call for backup. I rolled to one side of Aries' blade, slashed, uh, the, slashed the sand. I ran for my sword, swooped it up, and launched a swipe at Aries' face, only to find my blade deflected again. Aries seemed to know exactly what I was going to do the moment, I, I, uh, the moment before I did it. I stepped back towards the surf, forcing him to follow. Admitted, kid, Aries said, you got no hope. I'm just toying with you. My senses were working overtime. I now understood what Annabeth had said about ADHD keeping you alive in battle. I was wide awake, noticing every single detail. I could see where Ares was tensing. I could tell which way he would strike. At the same time, I was aware of Annabeth and Grover, 10 meters to my left. I saw second cop car pulling up, siren wailing, spectators. People who had been wandering in the streets because of the earthquake were starting to gather. Among the crowd, I thought I saw a few who were walking with strange, tottering gait of disguised satyrs. There were shimmering forms of spirits too, as if the dead had risen from Hades to watch the battle. I heard the flap of leathery wings circling somewhere above. More sirens. I stepped further into the water, but Ares was fast. The tip of his blade ripped my sleeve and grazed my forearm. The police voice on the megaphone said, Drop the guns. Set them on the ground now. Guns? I looked at Ares' weapon and it seemed to be flickering. Sometimes it looked like a shotgun, sometimes a two-handed sword. I didn't know what the humans were seeing in my hands, but I was pretty sure it wouldn't make them like me. Ares turned to glare at the spectators, which gave me a moment to breathe. There were five police cars now and a line of officers crouching behind them, pistols trained on us. This is a private matter, Ares bellowed. Be gone.
He swept his hand and a wall of red flame rolled across the patrol cars. The police barely had time to dive for cover before their vehicles exploded. The crowd behind them scattered, screaming. Ares roared with laughter. Now, little hero, let's add you to the barbecue. He slashed. I deflected his blade. I got close enough to strike, tried to fake him out with a fiend, but the, my blow was knocked aside. The waves were hitting me behind the back now. Ares was up to his thighs, wading in after me. I felt the rhythm of the sea, the waves growing larger as the tide rolled in, and suddenly I had an idea. Little waves, I thought, and the water behind me seemed to recede. I was holding back the tide by a force of a will, but tension was building like carbonation behind a cork. Ares came towards me, grinning confidently. I lowered my breath, uh, blade as if I was too exhausted to go on. So uh, let's just wait here and like imagine the scene. So like they both are in the seawater, like Ares is tidy, Percy is maybe a little more than that. And he's holding back the tide behind his back like waves were lashing behind his back and he was holding back the tide so you can feel the tension of the water behind him and then he describes it like a carbonation behind a cork like the like the soft drinks when you like shake it and the carbonation the tension behind the cork so that's it wait for it i told the sea the pressure now was almost lifting me off my feet aries raised his sword i released the tide and jumped rocketing straight over aries on a wave a two meter wall of water smashed him full in the face leaving him cursing and spluttering with a mouth full of seaweed i landed behind him with a splash and fainted towards his head as I'd done before. He turned in time to raise his sword, but this time he was disoriented. He didn't anticipate the trick. I changed direction, lunged to the side, and stabbed riptide straight down into the water, sending the point to the god's heel. The roar that followed made Hades' earthquake look like a minor event. The very sea was blasted back from Ares's, leaving a wet circle of sand 15 meters wide. Icar, the golden blood of the gods flowed from a gash in, gash in the war god's boot. The expression on his face was beyond hatred. It was pain, shock, complete disbelief that he'd been wounded. He limped towards me, muttering in ancient Greek curses. Something stopped him. It was as if a cloud covered the sun, but worse. Light faded. Sound and color drained away. A cold, heavy presence passed over the beach, slowing time, dropping the temperature to freezing and making me feel like life was hopeless. Fighting was useless. The darkness lifted. Ares looked stunned. Police cars were burning behind us. The crowd of spectators had fled. Annabeth and Grover stood on the beach in shock, watching the water flood back around Ares' feet, his glowing golden ichor dissipating the tide. Ares lowered his sword. You have made an enemy, godling, he told me. You have sealed your fate. Every time you raise your blade in battle, every time you hope for success, you will feel my curse. Beware, Perseus Jackson, beware. His body began to glow. Percy! Annabeth shouted, don't watch. I turned away as the god Ares revealed his true immortal form. I somehow knew that if I looked, I would disintegrate into ashes. The light died. I looked back. He was gone. 
So let's just take a moment to reflect that he had actually beaten the god of war in a battle. Wow, respect. The tide rolled out to reveal Hades' bronze helmet of darkness. I picked it up and walked towards my friends. But before I got there, I heard the flapping of leathery wings. Three evil-looking grandmothers with lace hats and fiery whips drifted down from the sky and landed in front of me. The middle fury, the one who had been Mrs. Dodds, stepped forward. Her fans were bare, but for once she didn't look threatening. She looked more disappointed, as if she had been planning to have me for supper, but had decided I might give her indigestion. I, we saw the whole thing, she hissed. So, it was true, it wasn't you. I tossed her the helmet, which she got in surprise. Return that to Lord Hades, I said. Tell him the truth. Tell him to call off the war. She hesitated, then ran a forked tongue over her green leathery lips. Live well, Percy Jackson. Become a true hero. Because if you do not, if you ever come into my clutches again, she cackled, severing the idea. Then she and her sisters rose on their back wings, fluttered in the smokeless sky, and disappeared. I joined Grover and Annabeth, who were staring at me in amazement. Percy, Grover said, that was so incredibly terrifying, said Annabeth. Cool, Grover corrected. I didn't feel terrified. I certainly didn't feel cool. I was tired and sore and completely drained of energy. Did you guys feel that whatever it was? I asked. They both nodded uneasily. Must have been the furies overhead, Grover said. But I wasn't so sure. Something had stopped Ares from killing me. And whatever it could do was that a lot more stronger than the Furies. I looked at Annabeth and an understanding passed between us. I knew now what was in that bit. What had spoken from the entrance of torturers. I reclaimed my backpack from Grover and looked inside. The Master Bolt was still there. Such a small thing to almost call World War III. We have to get back to New York, I said, by tonight. That's impossible, Annabeth said, unless we fly, I agreed. She stared at me. Fly, like in an aeroplane, which you were warned never to do, lest Zeus strike you out of the sky and carrying a weapon that has more destructive power than a nuclear bomb. Yeah, I said, pretty much exactly like that, come on. Yep, the chapter is over. So, next Sunday, Percy is going to go up to Olympus. And we're going to find out what was inside that pit in Tartarus. But I guess you already kind of have an idea. Still, for those of you who do not know, let's keep the suspense. Because who likes spoilers? Thank you. And until we meet again, goodbye.